Welcome to episode 166 of Marking Out. Unfortunately, this past Tuesday, the wrestling world was shaken up with the news of the untimely passing of the Ultimate Warrior. And uh, we'd like to pay our tribute to him with this 10-bell salute. Fans. Welcome to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm doing awesome as always. And as always, let me repeat that again. As always, I am joined here with Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. How are you doing today? I am feeling like shit. Why you gotta drop the first S word? Eh, it is what it is. But yeah, I'm feeling pretty crummy. I had to drag me over I here. I had to drag me nuts on the floar. <laughs> fat. Um, but yeah, fat? no. Yes, I did. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, but I feel like crap. Unfortunately, as we said earlier, uh, Ultimate Warrior passed away this past week. Yes, this is following uh, his induction into the WWE Hall of Fame and his, I guess, uh, return to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, for the first time since 1996. Uh, uh, his return to WrestleMania, too. We saw that. Yeah, return to WrestleMania. This uh, has really been a, a big weekend surround, a big weekend week surrounding the name of Ultimate Warrior. A lot of talk about him. Um, from the Hall of Fame to Raw to the unfortunate passing, it kind of and the passing kind of well, it did sneak up on everybody, and it was a huge shock. It rocked the entire uh, pro wrestling community. Um, the first time I saw anything about it, Triple H tweeted out about it. I didn't want to believe it. I thought that you maybe saw this was Tuesday just, night, huh? You saw it Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night. I I was hoping that maybe this is just. A drunk tweet or Triple H is just very, just tweeted out something very poor, tasteless, classless, and I didn't want to believe what I was seeing. Um, but then after that, unfortunately, WWE.com confirmed it, and yeah, I guess everything happened with, um, I guess he was walking his wife to her car at a hotel. This is following their airplane, their flight uh, back to Arizona. He was walking to a car with her and just collapsed. Wasn't it in Arizona? Yeah, it was in Arizona uh, after flying back from uh, WrestleMania. It's just, it's so surreal to that 
to that we've seen him in such a big extent and extent recently. Yeah, this isn't like Macho Man or this is pretty much like none other. Um, but I mean, yeah, I really don't know who this could be compared to. Where they were inducted into a hall of like they were spotlighted pretty much at something so huge on Sunday. Then the following night, they're given an open mic to speak to the fans or uh, spotlighted once again on Raw. And then the day after, just gone. Yeah. Um, And it's just one of the most surreal things that we just saw him and he's gone. Yeah. um, uh, It's kind of as if he made made all right with his... Yeah, made peace with with his past. I mean, we we have even seen a picture of him... uh, Taking a picture with Vince McMahon. Like hugging Vince Yeah, McMahon. which is something that has been, I guess, rumored for such a long time, spoken about such a long time, was the feud between McMahons and Ultimate Warrior. Um, so it was kind of like everything was reconciled. And on Raw, we saw him speak to the crowd, speak to the fans. And it was kind of, as you used the word before, surreal. Like he was talking about uh, taking his last breath and breathing... Uh, um, uh, everything into the fans and how they create legends and yeah. pretty much talking about him in regards to a legend and us assisting that. Yeah. Um, so just very, very wild. When did you find out about it? Cause you were on a trip with, uh, referee Corey Price. When did you find out about it? I did not have cell service until Wednesday around, what was it? Like nine, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Cause once I found out, I, Texted the both of you, tried calling the two of you, and I was just like, I was talking to Jason at the time, <clears throat> and I even said, I was just like, this is crazy, like right now, I can't even get in touch with Brandon to let him know what, like, what just happened. Yeah, I was, I was in West Virginia, and uh, I turned on my cell service, and I had a text message from you, and I had a text message from Mike, Mike, you guys know, hosted the show as well. Guest, um, special guest. Special guest. He didn't host. And uh, I I skipped over reading those text messages and went straight to Twitter. And I saw Rolling Stone tweeted it saying, uh, such and such wrestler, Ultimate Warrior, dead. And I was like, wait, like what? And I went and I looked more and more. Didn't see any other tweets about that. Mm-hmm. And I got out of that, looked at my two text messages. One was from Mike. One was from you, both saying the same thing. And uh, it's just very unfortunate. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you though. He does. He did look like he was in poor health when he was on television. Yeah. Um. He was very. He looked very. Flush. But I don't know if that was in if that was like surrounding what happened with him while he died, or if it was maybe him being overwhelmed with everything. It could have been, but overall, he did look flushed in the face. Uh, as he made mention with him sweating so much, he looked like he was strained though. Like, from his breathing, he was huffing and puffing a lot. Even when he just, all he did was step into the ring, he was done. Uh, when he shook the ropes, he looked like, he looked fragile. Um, I hate using that word when in the regards to Ultimate Warrior. But something didn't look right. Um, I even noticed this, even with his walk. But the walk part, I noticed when he recorded the uh, WWE 2K14 uh, commercial. Where I brought up to, on the podcast, I brought up about his uh, walking, like something about his gait was off. Uh, he was limp. He had a little limp with it. So 
I mean, no details out yet. As of now, signs are pointed to cardiac duress. Um, but I guess more information will be out soon. Now, I've never had the honor of meeting Ultimate Warrior. How about yourself? Have you ever met the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, I actually uh, met him in 2004. I had an autograph signing. And there was a Q&A also. And it was just so cool getting to hear Warrior speak. And... Uh, it was just very insightful and everything. He was nice. How was he as a speaker? Was it very out there or was it like... It wasn't out there. It was just... I mean, it's what you've seen on YouTube of Warrior. It's... Uh, he definitely knows how to control an audience mm -hmm. and definitely knows how to speak in front of a public audience, I guess. I think he did motivational speaking as well, so... Yeah, I, I think I remember yeah. seeing that. And I, uh, I actually used a quote of his... In my yearbook, everyone's quoting like, oh, I'm going to quote Sublime Man, and I'm going to quote like Chris Tucker or something. I don't know, that's probably 10 years before me they would have quoted Chris Tucker, not not then. But uh, I used Ultimate Warriors. I, I, I quoted the, you must show no mercy, nor have any belief whatsoever in how others judge you, for your greatness will silence them all. And I just thought that was like a really great quote that, it really rings yeah. true to For people. a while, you had that in your AIM profile too, right? It's still in there. Was it that quote? <laughs> yeah, it's not the profile. It's my away message. Yeah, I remember you had that. No, you had it in the profile too. Did at I? some point, yeah. Uh, From, I don't know. Yeah. Good old AIM. Warrior may be gone, but the ultimate warrior truly will live on forever. And uh, we'd just like to offer our condolences to Ultimate Warrior's family, his friends, and his fans. Now let's uh, move on to some fan questions and comments from the episode. Uh, first, thank you to everybody who commented last week's episode. I know it was rather early, uh, earlier than normal to comment on it, but we appreciate that. Kicking this week off, we have Ben Henderleys with, uh, Hey guys, love the podcast, especially the run-through of Raw and predictions. Very entertaining. Loved the Fiddler on the Roof reference, by the way. And yes, us Jews are big softies when it comes to family. All the best, Ben. So uh, thank you for that. I didn't know if anyone else was going to get the Fiddler. Yeah, at least someone got the reference, though. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Um, the next comment is from Justin DeRosa. Hey, guys. First off, let me apologize for my lack of comments. I always listen to the podcast, but I got caught up with schoolwork and couldn't comment in time. But like part-timers, I'm back for WrestleMania. Keep up the amazing work at Awesome256. Uh, thank you very much for commenting this week, and definitely put your schoolwork before listening to, well, before uh, commenting on the podcast. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, li put listening to the podcast before doing your schoolwork. You or dirty. do both. Do it dirty. Tell your teachers about Mark and Al. Maybe they like to. Maybe you'll find out. Like, oh, I used to watch Bruno San Martino wrestle. You never know. I had a teacher do that one time. Yeah. yeah. What else did the teacher do? <laughs> Taught. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, next up, we have a comment from Biggie Langston. Five, five, five. What's up, Marks? I'm sorry I haven't commented. I have been busy with being the best worker in WWE. I'm going to win the Battle Royal, and, we'll, and we will celebrate. Well, luckily that didn't happen. 
I guess, right? Yeah, no, for sure. That did not happen. That is not a lie. Uh, this one's from Jasmine. Hey, guys, what's up? I love the podcast this week. Thanks so much for that. All I've got to say about tonight's Raw is wow. Just wow. I'm also wondering what you guys think about Jeff Jarrett's new promotion, Global Force Wrestling. What do you guys expect from it and from Jarrett? I'm excited to hear your thoughts on Mania and the Raw show that followed. Thanks again at Reverse Adam Saj. Um, thank you for your comment. Global Force Wrestling. Yes, we've Hello. been waiting uh, to see what the name... This is the first time we're finding out what the name is. Uh, we've been seeing Jared tweet... Uh, what is it? Tweet out uh, Vines. Vines. Uh, Vines. Some videos Just of videos. Like, him teasing everything. I First, I want to say I don't like the name Global Force Wrestling. I don't mind it. It just sounds like, oh, look at this little promotion called Global Force Wrestling. I, like, that's I not going to compete with World Wrestling Entertainment. I don't think they're trying to. Not that to. Total Nonstop Action is a great freaking So name, what would you name it? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I think Global Force is fine. Jarrett Family Wrestling? I don't know. <laughs> I was joking. Yeah. No, I was joking. I, I think Global Force is fine. Um, Hopefully, I'm just, I just want to see. Wrestling? Like, what the fuck? I just want to see good wrestling. Yeah, that's hopefully, it. I want to see good wrestling on television. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it'll bring out the best in all the wrestling promotions, the wrestlers themselves, yeah. and everything to follow. I, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, to see like different uh, styles of wrestling on uh, uh, television in the United States. And hopefully, like, they I get treated see... right, unlike their talents in TNA. Yeah, like I want to see the lucha style. I want to see the Japanese style. I want to see all of that. If you're global force wrestling, I want to see all the. Different styles of wrestling on television. Uh, next, we have from Jason Linick. Where do I even begin? I'm sure, like the rest of the WWE fans, I am still kind of mind blown from any, everything that has gone down. Let me just say, well, let me just list a few key points I feel are worth mentioning rather than a huge comment that takes half the episode to read. WrestleMania was a solid show overall. As Dave and I discussed over Facebook, Undertaker losing and the Shield match being so short seemed to be the only drawbacks. Crowd seemed to die after the streak broke, and I feel like the Daniel Bryan victory didn't get the big reaction it could have. Glad to see some NXT stars finally being called up. I know I've mentioned it in comments section in comment section before, uh, what a big supporter of Paige I am and how glad that not only did she get called up, but she's the new Divas champion. Spoilers, just in case. Way to put that before <laughs> your comment, Jason. Uh, at this point, I don't think CM Punk is ever coming back. WrestleMania was the pro uh, proverbial final nail in the coffin. I am willing to wager that Sting shows up before he does. I've got plenty more to say, but I know you'll hit on all of it. Thanks, as always, for keeping me and all the other fans entertained. Jason, at JLinick on Twitter, at B2TG161, gone but not forgotten. <laughs> um, yes, of course, uh, it's always a pleasure talking to Jason. Uh, it's always fun to uh, just converse with someone that about pro wrestling. Um, let's see. Yeah, and what we will cover everything, I guess. Yeah, we'll be talking about everything. everything. Uh, as, as per CM Punk, I don't think we'll cover him again on the podcast for uh, 
Um, uh, we might have to cover him next week, but I'm not going to give anything away to people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you gave me a face like, what the fuck do you know that I don't? Yeah, no, I have to agree that I could see Sting showing up on Raw before CM Punk. Yeah, considering um, there was that video. No, I mean, that could be just Sting being a professional wrestler and all. But at WrestleCon, there was a video of Sting saying that his new favorite number will have to be 31. Well, not will have to be. Or is, is 31. 31. So, And uh, apparently WWE has, I guess, it's kind of officially, but it's not out there, but it's official that Sting did sign a contract with the WWE. Um, there's no details in regards to the contract or anything like that. It could be, for all we know, a Legends contract for them to make a figure of him. I want Sting to be the general manager of Raw. I want Madox to now. move to SmackDown. Now, I guess Vicky Guerrero's gone or what? Well, we, we spoke about this on the podcast previously. But is Vicky gone? I don't know if they're going to write her off television or just have her like disappear. Uh, Vicky Guerrero apparently didn't resign. Uh, a new contract. I guess her contract is up, and uh, they didn't. Uh, she didn't renew a new contract or anything. She wanted to uh, invest in her uh, other f- possible futures. I don't know other yeah. business opportunities. So Vicky Guerrero is gone. So we need a new GM. Hopefully Sting will take over that role. We have spoken about that possibility. We both thought it was a good idea that Sting take over the GM role, not as the face painted Sting, but as the. Uh, Kind of main event mafia sting wearing a suit. Steve Borden. Yeah, Steve Borden. And then gradually play into the fact that, like, gradually set up Sting versus Undertaker. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully that can happen or something. Hopefully Sting can get into better shape where he doesn't have to wrestle with a shirt on. I mean, not that I'm saying take it off. It's just you don't want to see a wrestler. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. You just don't want to see a wrestler main event or WrestleMania match. Undertaker doesn't wear a shirt yeah i mean exactly. no he does wear a shirt he, no, doesn't. he doesn't he wears a little singlet top a singlet is not a shirt stink could do that that's what i'm saying okay i'm saying where's the singlet top i'm talking about i'm thinking that you want him to be like shirtless no just no because in like, tna in suit, past, like topless I no guess. tna he's been wearing the freaking singlet with the shirt on yeah it's like come on yeah try and do ddp yoga or something get younger <laughs> yeah right yeah. Next comment is from Christopher Michael. Uh, before I read his comment, he's actually the host of Destroying Kayfabe. Um, you should definitely go check it out. It is on YouTube. You can check it out uh, at youtube.com slash solidboss0824. Um, also, okay, so his comment is, WrestleMania 30 was a solid pay-per-view. The streak ends. Uh, the streak ending was a huge mistake. But nothing to get butt hurt over. The Beast killed it as well as breaking fans' hearts. But it's the reality Wait, it era. Says, was a huge surprise. Where it says not. It doesn't say huge mistake. It says huge surprise. I said mistake. I think so. I'm not sure. Not positive. <clears throat> okay, ready. Go. Alright. WrestleMania 30 was a solid pay per view. The streak ends. The streaks and was a huge surprise. But nothing to get but hurt over. The Beast killed it as well as breaking fans' hearts, but it's the reality era, so deal with it. As for Daniel Bryan becoming champ, I'm proud of him and his accomplishments on the chase for the gold during the road to WrestleMania. As for Raw, 
My God, was the crowd My insane. My God, was the crowd insane. Best Raw you can wa ever watch since it's the Raw after WrestleMania. I'd say much more, but I'm saving it for my podcast later tonight. But both shows get a five-star altogether for the top-notch performance they put out there, plus the shock surprises swerves. Oh yeah, did I say that Paige is the Divas champion? I hope she destroys it and brings back the women's title. But that'd be asking for too much. Thank you, Christopher Michael, for that. Go follow him on Twitter at CMStylesBrand. Up next, uh, we have a comment question from Daniel. What's up, guys? After two days of thinking about the streak being broken, I think that's what was best for business. Although a not-so-good match, they made us all believe that Brock would definitely lose at WrestleMania. The weeks building up made Brock look super weak, only to have the mind blown of all the fans. Who else got more heat than Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? That was the perfect way to get Brock heat. Thanks again, Daniel. Um, well, I, I do definitely agree with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll converse more about yeah. that, uh, about the streak being broken a little bit later. Thank you for the comment. Uh, Jason... I know I already left a comment, but I felt the need to come back and say something else. As we all know, Ultimate Warrior passed away this week. I laid awake in the early morning hours of Wednesday just trying to process what had happened. Which brings me to wanting to send a thank you to Dave. He and I sat online together and uh, he and I sat online together and just talked, trying to make sense of the tragedy that had just occurred. Social media and the entire wrestling community seemed grief-stricken together. And in that moment, we all became closer. Knowing we had just seen Warrior and got to celebrate his legacy in one unforgettable weekend. Only to have that be but a distant memory has been a tough pill to swallow. Even now, I found myself watching back old matches and promos to relive my childhood. Fans could argue all they want about this streak being the death of their childhood, but the death of Ultimate Warrior has truly left a hole in my heart. I know you guys will talk about this, but I wanted to air some of my grief here. Thanks again for all that you do. Signed off by Jason. Uh, as I said before, always a pleasure talking to you. Um, I'm happy that we were able to talk about that and you were able to... Uh, uh, spill a little bit of emotions out there. Um, but yeah, I think everybody was hit very, very hard by all of this. Um, those were our comments and questions. Thank you very much to everybody that did leave one. We look forward to everybody leaving another comment and question on this week's episode. And we will all we will be reading them and responding to them. Let's uh, let the good times roll and move on to some WrestleMania results, shall we, Dave? Let's do it up. WrestleMania kicked off with the two-hour pre-show this year. Um, I guess the last... I mean, we spent the first hour playing WWE 2K14. Uh, for those wondering, Seth Rollins is still the mark-out mark mark out champion. champion. Yeah, Seth Rollins is the champion. moment of the week. But uh, yeah, he's still the mark-out champion. But that second hour included the fatal four-way tag team... I guess it got turned into an elimination match between the Usos, Los Matadores, 
The Real Americans and Rybaxel. This match was a good opener. I like the part where uh, Swagger caught one of the Matadores in the Patriot lock. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, because it, it was like, I thought he was going, that's when he was going for the, yeah, I thought, the term, uh, what move did I say fight? I thought he was going for? I don't the recall. The belly to belly or whatever. And uh, he just got him up and like threw him down and it caught him into the the lock. That was cool. Um, right back Usos. taking a neutralizer, double splash to Cesaro. Yeah. It, it was an impressive match. And the Usos ended up picking up the victory there. And um, after the match, we actually saw a little heat. A little yeah. riff, a little tiff. What I thought it was saying? kind of smart to have Cesaro be the one taking the pin from the Usos. Um, it allows him to be the face out of uh, Cesaro and Swagger. Because then fans will sympathize with him a little bit more. Sympathize or empathize? Sympathize. Why? Because it's sympathy. But what's empathy? Ah. Oh. Hmm. You look like a ghetto-ass clown from that Star Wars movie. The guy with the brown. Are you talking about his Jedi? Brown, I don't know. He's got the brown hood and everything, the brown dress. Obi-Wan Kenobi? I guess. Maybe he's old. He looks like Willie Nelson. Did you just refer to Obi-Wan Kenobi as a ghetto-ass <laughs> clown from clown? Star Wars? Yeah, I guess. Brandon. <laughs> this I don't is know. like... Well, I don't know what Star Wars You may have just on. like turned on so much like the heat oh, level on I you. Oh, turned so many people on? <laughs> <laughs> The heat has been risen on Brandon. Or heat risen on Brandon has it. <laughs> and now you just became a face again. Congratulations. <laughs> um, what did you think about that? Before we move on like with Swagger, Cesar, what did you think about that Torito flying crossbody? Should that not have been a fucking disqualification? Right? Like a disqualification. <laughs> yeah. A DQ. A, a death star. A disqualification. Quali- death star qualification. Um... I don't know. I I don't know if I was a fan of it. Why did everybody? Why, how did little Torito take out everybody? Torito's not that little. He's like five one. Yeah, dude. I've seen him in the ring. He's almost as tall as Rey Mysterio. Uh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> He's the taller of the midgets, though, or the little people is whatever no way. I don't know they like to be called. Yeah. No. He's a lot taller than Hornswoggle. Yeah. He's like the same size as Max Mini. You want to Google it right now, brother? Not now. We'll talk about it next week. Um, I <laughs> yeah, did like right. also the we the people and then the Usos between the the chance between the fans. How like when it finally came down to the Usos versus the uh, Real Americans, they both kind of squared off and doing their like I guess at the time it was kind of like their battle cry. It was pretty cool. Um, um, yeah, so Swagger ended up trying to lock on the Patriot Patriot lock. On Cesaro and Cesaro going for the big swing. And yeah. Um, and then I guess WrestleMania kicked off. Uh, no America the Beautiful again this year. What's up with that? I, I want my Lillian Garcia. I don't want even Lillian Garcia. They should be getting other people. Like, Fuck that. I want Lillian. No. Lillian's we saw, good. We what's saw wrong Lillian, with Lillian do it at WrestleMania 28. We don't need it again. And what's wrong with Lillian Garcia? I, don't, I just I don't understand why. Because I like to see celebrities come out and sing it. Oh my God. You moral. Are you kidding me? In the past, they've had Ray Charles. They've had Willie Nelson. They've had, uh, I think, Boys to Men even. Who'd they ever They've had beat? Aretha Franklin. Everybody. There's been tons of great celebrities that came to WrestleMania to sing. America the Beautiful. Talking about and they Aretha just Franklin. They just Talking about sing. Aretha Franklin. How about let's get into R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Some respect for this opener. Uh, Not the opener bout, but the opener of WrestleMania. Hulk Hogan 
Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock are all in the ring. And Brandon on Twitter <laughs> was upset. No, I was pissed. You tweeted out your frustration in regards to this segment. I was pissed. And, so it's, and it's such horseshit. It's like a double standard. It's like, oh, The Rock comes out of WrestleMania 27. We're all fucking pissed. But then Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Stone Cold all come out and waste time at WrestleMania, which I guess they're, they're not arguably. They are the top three wrestling personalities of wrestling history, past, present, yeah. whatever. They're on that mountaintop. They all hit their catchphrases. And they all hyped up the crowd. There loving it and everything. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there thinking, this could go to like younger talents. No, it couldn't. Yes, it could. What younger talent are you going to give to? In what 30 younger minutes? talent? Please help me. What minutes. younger talent right now? It could have been anybody. Right now. It could have what been anybody. Talent? There could have been more time for that battle royal to do some Okay, spots because that battle royal needed more spots. It okay, keep on going. Okay, so Any if match. You, okay, so but you said younger talent. Wade Barrett could have had a match, dude. But they were saving that for Raw. It doesn't matter. It There's does nobody matter. else that there that time could have went to. No, there. The only okay. Could've. The only the only time that could have went to is for the Shield, Kane, and New Age Outlaws. But they had the proper amount of time if Triple H and Daniel Bryan didn't go over their time limit. How do you know they went over their time limit? Trust me, I have my inside sources yeah, no, that they don't. went over. No, you don't. Yes. Speaking of Daniel Bryan and uh, Triple H. Daniel Bryan defeated Triple H to move on to that third triple threat. Um, yeah, that third triple threat. I was going to say third <laughs> fatal four-way, and then third came out. And um, yeah, but no, this was actually a very good match. I thought that this was Triple H a very good match for a Triple for a Triple <laughs> H. This was a very awesome technical match for him. I think this was the best Triple H match I might have ever seen. I have Daniel to agree Bryan with you. definitely drew out so much from Triple H that we've never seen from guys like Randy Orton and Batista before, and it was really it was a breath of fresh air to see. Yeah, that. It, and I was a big fan of Daniel Bryan, the furry boots. I don't, uh, I awesome. didn't, I didn't get that. I, 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 I thought that was cool. Yeah, I'm always fans of the furry boots or the tassels. <laughs> I don't know. For, uh, pro wrestlers like the Major Brothers have the tassels. <laughs> Warrior had said, the tassels. Funny you said that. Berserker, uh, like, that could have been for anybody. Berserker, Brody had the fur like, boots. Oh, I went to this club one time, and this girl was over here wearing furry boots and tassels. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Daniel Bryan defeated Triple H. Up next, we had the Shield versus Kane and New Age Outlaws. This match, I, I thought, it was terrible. It was very rushed. There um, was no control whatsoever. It was very unfortunate. As I said before, I. It's it's been said on the sites and all of that that Triple H Daniel Bryan did go over their time limit, so it cut into of course it cut into this match, and it's unfortunate because it made the match seem very rushed. And it's like wow, that now you're gonna wake up and no, I wasn't and, sleeping. Okay. My neck's killing me, dude. All right, I slept in a car. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but it's just like one of those things that we hoped for to have like one of the best matches at WrestleMania was the Shield. And it was just like a quick two. Yeah, minute. you pretty much got your spots that you expected. You got that Reigns drop kick, the Reigns spear. You got uh, the double suicide that dive. That drop kick was terrible, also, by the way. The, the double the one double to one. the yeah. both New Age Outlaws. Yes. Uh, no, no offense to you, Roman. It's just yeah. I didn't enjoy um, that. But the Shield picked up the victory. There was no. Uh, uh, Tension between the Shield either, which is to make note of because right. it seems like they're working as a unity once again. Um, working as a unity? Yeah. Working. As a unity. They're working, working as, as united. As a unit. I don't think unity is, is... I'm going with unity. 
Um, then we had the 30-man Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, let me stop you there right now, brother. It's actually a 31-man Battle Royal, brother. Gotta, gotta throw that in there. Was there or was there not? Because I'm still... Hulk Hogan said 31. Okay, because I'm still undecided whether or not Woods was announced or not. I don't know. I, there was 31 people. You can count the names. Yeah. Uh, I just don't. It was it was weird. They had like the three unannounced spots. Yeah, the three. And there was no surprises except for actually my there was first four. original pick. Go ahead. What four? One. Yeah, I'm trying to chime in there. Um, there's actually Freaky four uh, unannounced spots. Yeah. Because Christian pulled out of the battle royal. Unfortunately, but did Christian for the pull out or did he not get cleared? He Is didn't he get injured? cleared. Like he's yeah for now? his concussion, so he was out of the match. So the spots were filled by Otunga, David Otunga, Tyson Kidd, Yoshitatsu, and Antonio Cesaro. So who was the fucking other person? Who were the probably, other three? It was probably Kidd or Otunga. I would say Kidd or Otunga just because they were probably backstage. Tatsu, I don't know. Maybe he was just chilling. They were like, hey, yo, Chico, get out there. Yeah, but uh, should we, like looking back on it, should we have seen some surprise entrance or no? No, like you. Well, looking at like you don't want your NXT guys being in there. You don't want past no, legends or I'm, anything. You, I think that the way that they went about it was proper. I mean, they they utilized everybody on the current roster. Right, exactly. But just, to, I mean, it was kind of like out of the loop. Like, why did they keep the three names unannounced? What was that for? Like, what was the point in that? The speculation, to get, yes. to create buzz. Exactly. What kind of buzz did it create? Then the a people, ton. Yeah, but then the it match... created a ton about RVD being in town Then the match started, and they're like, one, two, three, four, five. What is there more than 30 people in here? Who's like, why were there the, the three? What? The, what's going? What? So you're talking about it as more of a them leaving it as a mystery, kind of a let you down. Kind of. I don't know. Or I did it, like it if, did if, let you down. I kind of feel like if they're if you're making there's three like a big thing about three left spots or three spots left, a stupid fucking grammar speaking, there should be like at least one surprise entrant that like oh my god, Dave Otung is in this match. No, who, who was it surprised by that? Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> she probably um, knew. I don't know. I I'm I'm really okay with this. I'm okay with no NXT guys being in the battle royal. I'm, I'm okay with I'm them utilizing happy. everybody. I'm very happy with the outcome. I mean, uh, yeah, and except I'm kind of disappointed at the same time because last week when we did our predictions, I picked Fandango to win, but when this match was announced, I said Cesaro has to win this. That would be my pick. And then he got taken out of the match and put into the tag team match which yeah. got moved to the pre-show. And then he got put back in the match. My pick would have been Cesaro. But I got screwed on points. Yeah. Horseshit. Um, yeah, but like I said, uh, there's a ton of spots. I mean, it's a typical battle royal. You're going to have a lot of clutter. I will have a few people doing a few spots here and there. I was disappointed with Kofi Kingston's attire because I don't know if it was something like a superhero or not. I didn't I don't get think it. it was. I was disappointed with Rey Mysterio's attire. Normally, like, I wanted something cool from him. But, For I those mean, that don't know the podcast, Brendan's very big on wrestlers' attires. Yeah. Because then it gives him something to create and play with on the WWE 2K14. Yeah, you play with it. Um, <laughs> then, you, What did you think about that Kofi Kingston uh, spot? I thought it was very dangerous but very awesome because Kofi Kingston seals the <clears throat> show with Battle Royals, Royal Rumbles. It really, like you said, it was very. it looked cool. 
But boy, oh boy, and I'm did very it look happy. dangerous. I'm very happy his feet caught on the steps. I'm very happy he didn't sprain an ankle or anything. Right. Is that, Obviously, I'm happy about that, too. Like, like you said, person, I really don't want to see the rest. <clears throat> Sorry. I really don't want to see a wrestler have to do something like that to try to get over in a battle royal. I don't think it's trying to get over in the battle royal. I think it's him trying to, like, one up his, I'm here. Like, like, I'm fucking here. Use me. I don't think so. Like, I could do this. Fans pop for me. Do I this. think it's just Kofi Kingston having his spot in the Battle Royal. I don't think it's a uh, hey, WWE Kofi backstage Kingston going look to a at me. business meeting going like, boom, boom. That was terrible. I instantly regretted saying boom, the very first one. You definitely should have. Uh, something that shouldn't be regretted is the ending of the match, though. Uh, very uh, Hogan, Andre the Giant-ish. I am so happy he body slammed him. Yeah, Andre, uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, Cesaro body slammed Big Show out to the outside of the ring. This popped the entire crowd. We all popped for this. Um, it was just such an awesome moment. And like you said, with the body slam, it really did. Uh, it was almost a side-by-side image. Yeah, it, and it was the same angle too, I think, right? I believe so. And I'm just happy that Big Show, from the start, I said there's no way Big Show needs to win this. It needs to be somebody to elevate their career to that next level. And this definitely will hopefully help Antonio Cesaro. I'm sorry for saying Antonio. Get to that next level. I expect you to apologize to Big E a little bit later no, when we talk about that. it. Um, <laughs> apparently, they're making this into a routine deal. A routine deal because they did say the inaugural. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it kind of cheapens it. I have to agree with you. I don't think it has to be a year. Because, like, thing. why does Andre the Giant get a battle royal? I'd rather see a Money in the Bank as back as a yearly thing at WrestleMania than a battle royal. But I mean, then it gives more people <clears throat> paydays and everything, which is cool and all. I mean, that's you got to I see mean, Dolph you, Ziggler and Zack Ryder in the same match yeah, at right? WrestleMania. That's the other way to look at it. I mean, you do if you have a battle royal, you give everybody a payday, which is amazing. Yeah, but I don't like. I don't understand why did Andre the Giant get that trophy? Like, why? Why named after him? For his uh, battle royal. Because he was the guy. Like he was the first inductee to the Hall of Fame and everything. I'm unsure. I don't know. It was weird. I, I did. I did enjoy seeing Tim White with the trophy. That all, is that for those that don't all weekend and everything. Yeah, for those that don't know, there's so much uh, background to Andre the Giant and Tim White. So it's like even after Andre passes away, he's still with Andre. Yeah, I think that that once you pointed that out to me, I feel like that. Just meant so much. I feel like I might have been the only person. Not I no, no, no. Twitter, person, right? Yeah, Twitter but like the only person White. of the people I speak to that noticed that. I like for those that don't know, Tim White used to always be like how Kali has White, that. That's not wise. How Kali, like Kali, has a ba- like babysitter. I guess who? I don't know. Ron Jean. Nobody wants to admit to it. Um, like Andre the Giant kind of had a babysitter. Someone to that looks out. Handler. Yeah, handler. That's the same thing. Not um, Chelsea. No, uh, but yeah, it was Tim White. There's so many stories. Mr. Listen White, to Mr. the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast with Tim White. It's actually really uh. And for those of you who don't know Tim White, in uh, I guess ten years ago, he was a referee that hated himself and killed himself like 15 times on television. Yeah, and then he finally had it, and I think it's the Half Moon Tavern. Which one did he own? I think it's the Half Moon Tavern. I'm sorry if it's wrong. And he finally he shot Jas Matthews. So that's something you fans of nowadays who don't like Josh Matthews could enjoy. Yeah. Um, the next match of the uh, card, we had John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, John Cena won the match. Uh, the 
main thing that I popped for this entire match, I popped at two points. I popped the first time for Mark Rozier and the Rells performing uh, the Bray Wyatt, the Wyatt's Family theme song. That was awesome. I thought that was sick. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all. And the other part that I popped that was where uh, John Cena went for the five knuckle shuffle, and Bray Wyatt popped up into that uh, crab walk position. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, the, the, the match itself was very slow, and I thought it was going to be a lot different. I thought the match was going to. I thought I was going to like the match a lot more than I did. Uh, I thought the outcome, obviously, I think was stupid. I'm like that's the thing. It was more the match was more about storytelling than anything. It told the story about good versus evil. John Cena, Cena sticking to his morals and values and not converting over to Bray Wyatt's ways, um, like where he was trying to get him to use the weapon and everything. But um, I just I like the the ending. John Cena doesn't need that win. Yes, it's WrestleMania. I guess John Cena, who's gonna. Yeah, I th- I think that the outcome. I mean, it could have went either way, but Bray Wyatt would have been the proper winner that's of that any, match. That's any single match. It could have gone either way. No, because some don't deserve some outcomes. Some really don't, don't deserve. deserve. And, and now Biggie Langston has a championship. So that that's why I'm saying that this but match. I'm, could, I'm okay with John Cena can, winning anything this. Anything match, any match can be. You're all over the place with your 50, voice. Fifty. I know. My. I'm like, Are you my like? Body yeah. What's wrong? You're like. Brandon's like hiking. moving all over I right now. I went hiking. Why would I go hiking? <laughs> I spent freaking, it was like a five mile trail or something. I got into two hours into it. We had like 0.8 miles left. And uh, I was like, I can't. The 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 left, the last of the 0.8 miles were like straight uphill. You right, couldn't Rocky do hill and dirt. Rocky hill and dirt. Straight up. Like maybe, it felt like a, maybe a 78 degree. Now angle. you're talking four miles uphill? Like was it, or it was like go back and forth? Uphill. Like that. So you had so you're talking about mileage up just uphill, uphill, not including back downhill. No, five miles back and forth. Okay, so it's only two point five up, two point five down. Something like that, yeah. But I was like, okay. I was dead. I was. Hey, so I still give you a lot of credit. Congratulations. My body proud of you. Me. And then I built the fire and cut Bray Bray Wyatt promos in front of it. Yeah, soon you guys <laughs> will be catching glimpses of that. No, you won't. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, but this match overall seemed like nothing happened. Yeah, it really right? didn't. I wasn't. I was. I really hoped for more than that. I yeah. really did hope for more. I I have to agree with you. Speaking of hoping for more, Brock Lesnar defeated the Undertaker, defeating the uh, is it defeating the streak? Breaking the streak. Breaking the streak of twenty one and now one. What? I love it. Yeah, I, I like, did okay. I'm. I can't speak about the match. I didn't watch the full match. The match was so shitty. Like that was not a match that Undertaker should have had. I, and I really felt like that match was like three minutes long. And I just found out it was twenty five minutes yeah. long. And I was like, I was flabbergasted. I only came back after like the fifteen minute mark and caught the uh, end of it. But the entrance was really cool for Undertaker. He had like the twenty-two caskets lined up, and uh, that's about it. <clears throat> yeah. The match was not a WrestleMania match that should have taken place. I it really shouldn't have. That was not a great match. That match was terrible. I'm fine with the outcome. I really am fine with the outcome because last year we wanted CM Punk to break it. Thank God we didn't have that happen. <laughs> I just think that if you're gonna give it like well, I just don't like I'm still so confused as to why 
Brock Lesnar. Yes, they're <laughs> friends or whatnot. Can I, or... But it's like... Go ahead. I think go. it's perfect. I think it's a smart move for Lesnar. Lesnar, unlike CM Punk. Let's use CM Punk, for example. Last year, he breaks the streak. And then, when we get to this time, uh, the following year, he's not even with WWE. But that's not... That's who's saying that if he broke the streak, he would not be here. But you don't know. But with but Brock Lesnar... you don't know either. He fucking left after WrestleMania because he wasn't getting what he wanted. Because he was bored. So what's he's to not say gonna he's go, not doing that again? He's not going to go anywhere else. He's a solidified name. He's a... Brock Lesnar is a future Hall of Famer. Brock Lesnar he is has, someone that should not have been the person to break the streak. I think it's perfect. He someone has someone like Roman Reigns could have done it. I don't know how you build it up. You should have built it up. Something. I think Lesnar is fine. Let Brock Lesnar doesn't. It's need a great it, introduction to the reality era. But Brock Lesnar is that's one thing Brock didn't need. It's like oh yeah, youngest champion. He didn't ever, need it, but I'd rather have that, it. NCAA. He didn't need that, it, but a younger a younger UFC, wrestler. There's no football. guarantee with. There's no guarantee on Roman Reigns. There's no guarantee. But how is there a guarantee on Brock Lesnar? You know he's not going to go anywhere else. But what does it do for him? Now he's he shows up on Monday Night Raw and then what? He has so much heat. But what does he do next? Where where do we see next Brock Lesnar's set? Time could only tell what the next feud is for Brock Lesnar. But it gets Brock but where, over. Where would you want to see him go? Where would I want to see him? Why not see him in the... In one of the championship uh, scenes. So you want Brock versus Daniel Bryan? I wouldn't, but then I would want Daniel Bryan to go over Brock Lesnar. I wouldn't mind see, but I don't know. I don't it's know if confusing. I would. Confusing. I don't know I'm, if that's I would. What I'm saying is like, why Brock? I don't know if I would mind seeing Brock Lesnar as champion again. Is where does he go from there? I just, it's like the most confusing thing. Which fans, obviously, they pop for and fans. All took to the internet, and people who don't know what wrestling is took to the internet. Oh, there is a mess up. They didn't want me to do that. Okay, Why yeah. did his music play? 21 and 1 didn't come up until this time. Yeah, what was perfect with that is apparently only five people knew the outcome of the match. Vince, Undertaker, Brock, referee. No. Before the match took place. Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Chad Patton, the referee of the match, did not know the outcome. That's you, actually no, you can't go into a match not knowing no, the outcome. He didn't know the outcome. You he can't knew do the, that. It dude, has to be before. Yeah, he right was told. Before. Okay, he was told Undertaker was going to win. When? Before the match. How do he you go? In, so then, how do you go into the match in count of three? Because you have to. That's by no. yes, by that's why he stopped a little bit. He didn't count the. He stalled at the third three to give Undertaker a chance to kick out or Lesnar to pull him up. Where did you? But see he this? didn't. It's all over the place, dude. Chad Patton said it? Not yet. But he did not know that Lesnar was going to break the streak. I'm not saying that he didn't know that then until it's confirmed from Okay, him. well, I'm going to tell you guys right now. No, the, referee did not, the referee did not know the outcome of the match. And it's kind of what's kind of cool about it is Lesnar, apparently you could hear him say thank you to The Undertaker uh, following him pinning him. You could see him, I guess, at some point he whispers or he says uh, in his ear or something, uh, thank you. I think that this is awesome. Plus, this is also a swerve because just to lead on, even if, okay, Chad Patton knew, if you want to go with Chad Patton knew, that's six people. Everybody else that was there knew Undertaker was going to win. And The commentary wasn't even good, though. The commentary is never good. The commentary for the whole night was terrible. To just go back to what, what I was saying... 
Um, apparently, a lot of people were given false results of this of WrestleMania card. <laughs> that guy um, fucking bitch. Like, what a I was yeah. Gonna say, can I say? Can I say the p word? Pussy. Yeah, what a fucking pussy bitch that guy yeah, was. Yeah, Dolphin, 1920, uh, 1925. Sorry if that offends anybody. Um, apparently, why would pussy offend anybody? I don't anybody? know. You never know. It's human anatomy. Deal with it. Pussy's um, a cat. Dolphin, uh, 1925, usually is, I guess, his streak is broken. <laughs> he's successfully predicted every single... It's uh, not even predicted. If he's getting the results fed to him, they're yeah. not predictions. Yeah, his uh, insider... Apparently, they told him completely uh, misinformed information. But if those only six people were supposed to know, then what? is it really misinformation? No, it's the proper way. Or the guy was just trying to save his yeah, job. Yeah, right, exactly. Apparently, he told uh, the guy predicted Triple H winning, defeating uh, Daniel Bryan, and having that reversed. Uh, Alexander Rusev winning the Battle Royal. Randy Orton winning the pay-per-view, uh, the main event. And uh, Undertaker defeating Lesnar. So he not only missed one match, he missed four matches. That's huge. And then he went on Twitter and complained and bitched and moaned. Yeah, saying, he went on Reddit. Oh, I'm never trusting anybody. Fuck my source. He's untrustworthy, bitch. Blah blah blah. It's like good. Your 15 minutes of famer is over. Yeah, like Stop spoiling you're cool, everything. Bro. You're real cool, bro. Imagine it was one of us. <laughs> no, I <laughs> We're can't. We're talking ass about him. If it uh, was one of us, I'd not do the podcast with that person. Why, why? was it you? Why? What's it you? Are you I'm dolphin? I'm you. Um, next, we had the Vicky Guerrero Divas Invitational. Nothing really to report with this. Uh, Cameron had a wardrobe malfunction. Did she? Yep. Apparently, her entire top uh, broke, snapped off. But her nothing came out. Yeah, everything came out. Her tits? I think so. Uh, the Bella Twins had a pretty awesome suicide dive to the outside yeah. uh, in sync. Of the match, the people I was most proud of, honestly, was the Bella Twins for that suicide dive. Yeah, and then um, the one thing I'm disappointed with, though, is that the Bella Twins, when they battled each other, it didn't get the reaction from the crowd or from us that it was supposed to. But how can you react to something, a match like that, after we just witnessed history? Well, that's the thing. This this is a term for, for matches that I'm, I guess, very new to, that I saw... Uh, being used, this match was a good palate cleanser. It cleansed the palate from the last match, from the breaking the streak, to prepare you for the next match. I thought it was very proper to call this match a palate cleanser. I don't think that match should have gone on the second to last match. So now, because at first I agreed with you, but then when I read about it being a palate cleanser, I'm okay with it. Why? What else would you have before there? I don't know. That's what I have no idea. I think that's fine. Um... Daniel Bryan might, versus... I don't know. I might have put Cesaro that that battle. I would have switched them maybe. Maybe if you put the battle royal there, but I don't know if anybody any other matches would have been proper there. Yeah, I don't know. But, but uh, with that whole Divas Championship Invitational match, I mean, the fans, you know, how could you really cheer for it? How could you, you really about? get into it after you saw The Undertaker... Well, I, I think that they already... Pre I think WWE kind of predicted that outcome from the fans. It's cool that we witnessed history last year, I guess. We saw his last WrestleMania win with the streak. Oh, that's true. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Is it really awesome? Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I think that they predicted that the fans weren't going to give the WWE Divas the proper... I mean, it is the proper reaction. Give them the time of day. 
So they, that's why they did put them out there because no matter what and you do, you, the divas are going to get that reaction that they did get. But all of them really seem to step it up big time. Of course, but they're all no matter what when you put them on the the card, they're still gonna. You know that that card is going to be known as the bathroom break. Not yet, not now. Maybe who knows? Possibly well, not now, but not anymore. AJ ended up picking up the victory. Um, I was pissed at this ending. I thought it was a really shitty ending because. You can clearly see AJ lifting up Naomi's hand multiple times to make her tap out. And that's what I noticed. I didn't notice this at all. I only read about it after. And apparently I read that that was supposed to be the finish where she'd get her rematch on Raw the next night, which I still thought after WrestleMania happened. But apparently Naomi tapped out with her other hand. As yeah. well, so I get. I don't know. I think it worked out for the better because not. For, we, I don't think so. I don't know. Get, I mean, Naomi yeah. still should have had that chance to be. I champion. would definitely like to. Actually, now I would love to see Naomi versus the new Divas Champion. Yes, yeah, so I think that would be awesome. Maybe we'll get to see that. I'm. I'm so happy. Uh, with I don't know. I yeah, you're so say, happy. I'm gonna buddy. go into raw results. Um, my bad. How are you gonna go into raw results? I forgot. Yeah, come on. Uh, you gotta get past happens. the main event. Yeah, Daniel Randy Bryan Orton versus came out. Batista versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton came out being accompanied to the ring, I guess, uh, being played to the ring by Rev Theory, I believe. Not deserving of that. Terrible rendition, I thought. I did not want to see Randy Orton with that. And then Batista came out. Somebody also I don't think deserves Pyro. Not a main event superstar for sure. And then Daniel Bryan came out. And the crowd erupted. Um, yeah, this was overall, it was what you expected it to be. Um, besides the fact that Orton and Batista worked as a duo, taking out Daniel that, Bryan. Is that, that's when they did the Batista yeah, power bomb and the, the Batista, RKO. yeah, the Batista bomb and the RKO Even though it's the not table. a Batista yeah. bomb and it's not an RKO. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it looked, it was yeah, a was sick cool. spot. And THQ, um, or, oh, I'm sorry, WWE 2K. 2K is that now the people. I want them to take notice of that and put that in the video game next year. Not as a storyline. It it's not WrestleMania. Give WrestleMania, it an oh my god moment. They give the cutoff, what, a month after WrestleMania or a few um, weeks after Mania? But, oh, so maybe we'll see Rusev in the game? Sorry I, I think that the game. only person that really took the brunt of this move was Randy Orton. Because his back went to Yeah, yeah. Randy Orton landed. Randy. What did I say? You said Brandy. Oh. Randy Orton landed right on the TV set. Really? Uh, yeah. That had to have hurt a lot. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, overall, Triple H got involved pulling the referee out of the ring while Daniel Bryan was covering for a pin. Um, when when did we see Scott Armstrong? Was that during the first match or the last match? That was the last match. Okay. Yeah, that was during the last match. Which I didn't even realize the Kyoto got knocked out. I was, I think Kyoto got knocked out. Um, was it Kyoto or Armstrong? Kyoto, I think Armstrong. No, Kyoto was the first ref, wasn't he? Was Armstrong I there from the start? Armstrong. I didn't think Armstrong was there from the start. Oh no! One of the referees got one of the referees got taken out he during the suicide dive to the outside of the ring where oh, he took well, out that, the authority. Yeah, that was Scott Armstrong. I was talking about yeah. how Scott Armstrong actually got into the match. I think he may have. Scott Armstrong came out when Triple H and Stephanie came out. I believe. I don't recall. Um. Because we haven't seen him refereeing for like a few months now because Triple H fired him or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say about this match. <sighs> Triple H versus Daniel Bryan was a better match. Yeah, Triple H versus Daniel Bryan was a better match. Um, uh, the match uh, ended with uh, Batista, Batista tapping out to Daniel Bryan. 
and confetti falling. I'm confused as to why Brie Bella wasn't allowed to go out there. I thought that that would have been a smart thing to do. To have Brie Bella go out there and kind of... Uh, like you had two people out there that I don't know who they were. Maybe they were his sister or something. Does Dan Bryan have a sister? Yeah, I, don't I know. think he does. Maybe that was them, him and his niece, a nephew or it something. It probably was. It would, yeah. I have no idea. I just don't understand. I think why I recalled. Brie, I think I recall them from Wrestling Road Diaries. I just don't know why Brie wasn't allowed out there. And I know she wasn't allowed out there. Well, I know. Yeah. How do you know that she wasn't allowed to go she out? She tweeted that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, why was like I don't yeah. understand. Maybe she was backstage doing something else. Um, I instantly regret saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so now Daniel Bryan is the champion. What now? Are you saying you didn't want to see Daniel Bryan win at WrestleMania? No, I did want to see it. But I don't think that he is a long-term champion. Well, we'll like, see. Just like we'll with see. Chris Benoit. I think that he is just, he's not a long-term top guy, and he's just kind of a placeholder. Why? How long did Benoit have it? Not too Until long. Until the next month? No, not too long. I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to be a long-term champion, though. And I don't think that should be any surprise. He isn't uh, a Stone Cold Steve Austin. But he the is. Rock, the Undertaker. He's not at their level. He's at Stone Cold and The no, Rock's popularity level. At the popularity for the time being. But not for the same amount Daniel of time. Daniel Bryan But not be. at the amount of time for the amount of length and time that The Rock and Stone Cold have but held we'll that for. See. We'll see. Because who's going to take John Cena's slot when he's done? I don't see Danny Bryan as the long-term champ. That's all I'm saying. Who's the next guy to put in that slot? Nobody. And that was WrestleMania for you guys and girls that listen to us every single week. Uh, now we'll take a little break and come back. We'll cover other wrestling, other WWE stuff, other wrestling stuff. And uh, we'll be right back here on... Ugh. Marking out. Hey everybody, this is Lex Luger, the Total Package, and you are listening to Marking Out. Oh, uh, by the way, who won the predictions? The WrestleMania predictions? I actually defeated you. Uh, you defeated I went me? I went undefeated. No, you didn't. I know. Uh, it was actually a tie. Uh, the ones that we predicted correct was the Usos, the Shield, and then you picked the main event correct. You said Daniel Bryan was going to leave as champion. And I picked Daniel Bryan defeating Triple H. And we all picked those differently. So I still think it should have been a fatal four-way. I don't know. I guess yeah. then the cheap peak came in at the end. but Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny because do you realize how long we've been tying each other's with pay-per-view predictions? Have we? Yeah. How long? The last time we actually had a decided winner uh, was at last year TLC. TLC, you defeated me four to three, and yeah, since TLC, yeah, but since TLC, we've always tied. Hmm. Uh, what we've had, was it there one after TLC or no? Uh, TLC closed out the Rumble. year. Raw TLC Rumble. Royal Rumble. All right, so one, two, chamber. three, and then WrestleMania. So maybe we are at uh, Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's get on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday. Raw kicked off with Daniel Bryan celebrating with his fans. Gotta love that you deserve a chant. That crowd was thunderous. And I gotta say, I like this crowd more than New Jersey's last year. I I like the fact that they did not try to hijack hijack the show and make it about them. 
they didn't they weren't chanting nobody uh, was chanting we are awesome yeah they weren't chanting for the ring and the commentators right. and random people although at some point there might have been one or two of those but that i feel like that's like the trend now yeah uh, it shouldn't be i mean i've seen he- heard people at chanting jbl for random, be though, at random right? times yeah but yeah the authority came out during this triple h said that Daniel Bryan being champion won't last long and uh, actually made Daniel Bryan versus Triple H for the championship that night on Raw. But uh, should we go into that or? Uh, yeah, go, sure. Let's... Going down the goods or what? Yeah, uh, we were doing the goods, by the way. Well, uh, it's weird that we started with the goods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go right into that. Yeah, so Daniel Bryan versus Triple H actually didn't happen because. No. Randy Orton and Batista came down and beat down Daniel Bryan. And then uh, the game was about to pick up the victory, but the Shield came out and then uh, sided with Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns. Wait, did Kane come down at all? Didn't Kane come down first and then? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I I think Kane came down first and then the Shield came down, and Roman Reigns ended up hitting the Superman punch on Kane. Yeah, he speared Triple H. So it looks like we may be seeing Evolution versus The Shield, hopefully, sometime. I, I think we could be seeing kind of a WWE, like, a Attitude Era-ish, stable versus stable kind of a deal. Where you have The Authority with Kane, uh, Triple H, New Age Outlaws, all of them. And then you have The Shield standing alongside Daniel Bryan. I, I don't... Should be entertaining. I don't know if I could see that specifically, though. I mean, you're still. I feel like you're still gonna see uh, more tag team actions, be, action between the those wrestlers. I would like to. Um, now I guess see. moving back down to the yeah. beginning of Raw, or yeah, whatever. Back to the start. Oh, um, by the way, you know what I didn't mention? I don't have any of the promos here. Any of the like Adam Rose? I don't. I didn't feel like. Yeah, I, I wrote to. all of those. We'll put those all in the goods. Uh, the Wyatt family defeating John Cena, Sheamus, and Big E. Um, there was a lot of weird camera cuts. The whole I don't know if anybody else camera for during Monday Night Raw were absolutely god awful. Right, terrible. like sometimes, like it, it seemed like right before they were this. about to do a move, it was so stupid. Like from uh, about to do a, a special move or getting a reaction, or like even Ultimate Warrior when he went to the uh, ropes to do the rope shaking. Like the camera so had some oh, let's random cut to cuts. The commentators. Yeah, cut to the commentators. Why? Let's cut to the crowd to get the reaction, so this way we miss what's going on in the ring right yeah. now. Uh, just stupid. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a it was a good match. It was a little filler. Did what it had to do. I was really happy with how over the Wyatts were. Yeah, especially uh, Luke Harper. I didn't understand why Sheamus and Biggie Langston got thrown into this. Like, now you should apologize for Biggie. No, fuck. His name is Biggie Langston. And Cesaro is so Antonio Cesaro. Oh, but why did you apologize for? Because he's going by Cesaro. Okay. And Biggie Langston doesn't deserve my apologies. So. Oh. Uh, but I must say I was impressed with the multiple backbreaker thing that he hit to, on Rowan. Wow, complimenting Biggie. Yeah. Impressed. Even though he looks like a moron doing it, because uh, how small is he doing it to this large guy? Um, we also had Paul Heyman come out to cut a promo uh, with Brock Lesnar. This was an awesome promo. Paul absolutely owned this segment. He is a puppet master alongside Vince McMahon. And it's it's funny that during this segment, people were like, oh, fuck you, Paul. We fucking hate you. There was a mixed uh, reaction to it because fans hated them for breaking the streak. But because it's Paul Heyman, he also got a loud pop, too. 
So it was very mixed. There was one part during this promo that he actually referred to Cole and Lawler as the two other things. Uh, I popped at that. Uh, we also had Bad News Barrett defeating Rey Mysterio. This was amazing because Wade Barrett, man. I think this, this was the perfect time to have Barrett return to the ring. I know you said the Battle Royal at uh, WrestleMania would have been good for him. No, I don't think that necessarily. I just think... No, I don't know if I you said... You said Barrett should have been didn't I say Battle Royal. Uh, well, I don't think it should have oh, been... Oh, no, 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 no. You said Barrett could have had a match on WrestleMania. Right, that's what I thought. I don't know if he was going to get the same reaction as he did... If he got, he got that over at the Hall of Fame the night before, then he was definitely getting over at WrestleMania like that. That's true. And he got over on Raw, too, so it would have been I, the same thing. I still think that Raw is the proper time to have Barrett return to the ring. I thought for sure, or not for sure, but I thought we were going to see Wasteland from like the second or third rope when uh, that finish yeah. happened, but I guess the bull hammer or whatever it was. Yeah, the, the bull hammer. Bull hammer, but... and it looked It wasn't awesome. really, though, because he didn't pull him back. I think that whenever he does the elbow, it's just going to be the uh, bull hammer. But it was awesome. Yeah, I'm very happy to see in the crowd, they were booing Rey Mysterio. Awesome shit. Um, you also had the debut of Alexander Rusev. With Lana. Like, what is that? I, I should learn how to really say it. Uh, <laughs> And uh, he defeated Zack Ryder. This was a very good match for Rusev. It's a very good match for Ryder, too. It's unfortunate that this is where Zack Ryder is, but it was the absolute perfect Reality position. Reality-wise, this is the new er- This is the new jobber. This, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, mean it's, it's not really a jobber, though, because jobbers it, it, didn't really get offense. No, but that's why I'm saying it's a new. It's an evolution of a jobber. And it's the but perfect it's not, it, jobber is not a negative term, by the way. I'm, in the way that uh, I'm saying it, in the way that I'm talking about it evolving, I'm not using it in a condescending way. But it, And it was the perfect person to put up against Rusev because Zack Ryder is that kind of person that can make others look great. And that he did. Are we going to see the same kind of a push that uh, Ryback had back in 2012? Or no? I don't know. I, I guess mean, time will tell, huh? Yeah. Uh, we also had uh, Ultimate Warrior... Coming out, making his return to Monday Night Raw, doing a little promo. How yeah. awesome was this promo? I was, I was, I don't you know. know besides, I was disappointed. Let's set, let's set aside you bashing him on Twitter. I didn't bash him. You he bashed him on Twitter. Than a pet coon. You bashed him. You said that, and then you I said, said this looked... sucks because he's not running to the no, ring. No, I didn't say it sucks. I said I want to see him run to the ring. I thought I saw it. I said he better run or... down to the ring. I don't know. Maybe I missed, maybe I read someone else's tweet. I don't know. Um, he came out in a suit and got to ringside and then picked up the warrior jacket. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. No face paint, whatever. And then he pulled out that stupid mask from his pocket and put it on. Just let it be known that the man has passed away and you're still insulting him. It's not insulting him. It's He probably knows it was a stupid mask. Look, all I'm saying is I wish he had his face painted I wish it wasn't a child's mask that he put on. I wish it was the face paint rather than the actual mask. I think it's kind of interesting because by using the mask kind of reminds us that there's also someone underneath the mask, uh, underneath that face paint, that there's also a person portraying uh, yeah, that, and he that did, character. He was talk, Warrior was talking, and then he put on the mask, and he goes, Well, I think it's time for you to shut up and let the ultimate warrior speak. Yeah, so I think that, that that's where that mask uh, kind of symbolizes the the difference, the the different uh, two different worlds that it take place in pro wrestling. It signifies the power of the ultimate warrior. 
Uh, is that a good impression? No. No, I didn't no. think so. Um, I don't really have a warrior impression. I wasn't going to stop you. I have a Xena impression, if you want to hear that. Yeah, can kidding. you? <laughs> oh, I don't have an ultimate warrior impression. I have a warrior princess impression. It kind of sounds like Tatanka impression. Yeah, I'm, I'm Xena. That was a really? Joke. <laughs> the hell was that? <laughs> That's Actually, Zena? British. It wasn't even Australian. Yeah. She's Australian, right? No. Isn't she? Xena the warrior princess? Isn't she no. from Australia? No. Not New at Zealand? all. No. Maybe it was filmed in New Zealand. No, isn't she? But from no, New she's Zealand? not Australian. Just to let everybody know, we did in fact pause that. I was speaking about Lucy Lawless. And I was as a speaking person. about Xena, the warrior princess. So I was right. She wasn't. No, because she is New Zealander. Lucy Lawless is New Zealand. Is from New Zealand, which everybody knows. But and Xena, Xena, the warrior princess, is from ancient Greece. And I was correct also with it being filmed in New Zealand. No, you said maybe it was filmed in Australia. No, I said New Zealand. I didn't say Australia. And it is taking. It is supposed to be taking place in ancient Greece. But it doesn't matter. I was talking about Lucy Lawless. No, not once before we took this break. Her name, name is Zena. She is Zena. No, nobody Zena else Zena. is Zena. Lucy is Lucy. No. Yes. No. Do not confuse the two. That's like saying somebody else that we know that plays two different characters. It's okay, Hercules and Kevin Sorbo. No. Yeah, Bam Rose did. The, and I would still, if I was like, oh, Hercules is that, you'd still be like, oh, same accent. No, not at all. Actors are allowed to cover up their accents. And I'm allowed to refer to the actor as the part they played. No, you cannot. Yes, I can. You cannot say that Xena, the warrior princess, when we're talking about Xena, the warrior princess. I never, I never watched that show. I, I wasn't a 19-year-old Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's try to, this is just Brandon. Covering up his poor no, accent of Xena, the no, warrior wasn't. princess. That was a terrible yes. Australian this accent. This is just you covering up your ass. I needed to do a New Zealand accent. No, this is just you covering no, your ass. No, it's not. It, it's something I genuinely was talking about Lucy Lawless. No. Yes, I was. No. People will genuinely no. hear no. my voice no. saying that. No. You're incorrect. On to the rest of the Ultimate Warrior promo. Uh, talking about like uh, making legends, how we are the legend makers. It was just very, it was a deep promo if you uh, listen to it. It's uh, really surreal and crazy. Yeah, have you, it's like, have it's you watched it since? I've watched like four or five times since. Yeah, same even here. last night when I was taking notes. like I, I even played it for my mom too. She, it's like, what, did he know? I, you know, I like, I tried, like you said, you didn't want to speculate. Like, before. I don't know. That's like the I think craziest. He did. How? I think so. Uh, he just knew he was gonna die. No, that he didn't know that he was gonna die. But I did. I do think he knew know that his health wasn't um, in the best condition. There comes a day when everybody beats their last beat or breathes their last breath of air, and it's like, yeah. I think that he did know that his health was not in good condition, though. That's like it's just like the craziest thing. Like that's just now, and to... it, it it just makes it even crazier. Just having like. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then gone. Yeah, it's very, very wild. Um, what a roller coaster ride that was, right? Saturday, uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That roller coaster, a bunch of ups and downs. Um, then coming off of that Ultimate Warrior promo, we had AJ in the ring cutting a promo with Tamina. Yes, whoever she is. Cutting a promo about how she's uh, Divas Champion for 295 days, blah, blah, blah. I thought blah. it was a really shitty promo. It was And she thought she was so shit. cool. 
the fans are like, CM Punk, CM Punk. And she goes, I am the savior of your Divas division. It's like, shut the fuck up. Bitch, please. That's, AJ, if you're listening to this, David said the B word to you. Yeah, bitch, please. I said it twice for the record. Um, but then we had Paige. That's so rude to call her a bitch, though. But then we had Paige make her uh, debut, raw debut. I said send out Karma, and they sent out somebody else with a mini Tron that's purple and black and silver. <laughs> I was disappointed. You and all says, never mind. No, wait. What are you talking about? You can't just leave it at, I don't know. Karma still, though. <laughs> you know. You should have left to that, I don't know. Yeah. Or at never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, but Paige made her debut on Raw. The crowd went crazy. They went Twitter ballistic. Went they went bananas, McMahon, or Monsoon, whatever. I thought it was awesome. I popped, I marked for it. I'm I very happy. The, the, I think this was the most awful thing that could have happened to AJ. But I am so thankful, so thankful that this happened. And I hear AJ's actually getting a tattoo of uh, the date on her neck that she lost the, the championship. That being... Seven or four seven fourteen. I feel like that's still so marky. I was joking about that, oh. but even still, I still find that so marky for a pro People wrestler. People are allowed to, to get tattoos, though. I don't know. I I just find it very marky for a pro wrestler to do that. Speaking of the marquees, you can go back and listen yeah, right. to that. Um, do you think that this could be a little bit of a fu because of know. your association with Punk? I still thought that could be why Brock Lesnar beat Undertaker. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, knows how long all this was planned for? Um, and then this was the perfect time to debut Paige as well. Uh, the- I just don't understand, like, because she's she is the NXT Women's Champion. So yes. what goes on with that? It's she's. It's a- like who else was in NXT while they were still champion? What do you mean? Like, didn't was Seth Rollins? No, Biggie no. Langston was on the main roster. I don't think so. Biggie Langston was NXT Champion, I believe, and on the road with WWE with Ziggler. Oh. Okay. So it's like... I, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. But she's the only wrestler to ever hold uh, NXT t- championship and a WWE main roster championship at the same time. And she's the youngest Divas champion ever coming in at 21 years old. She is the... Ready for this fact? She's actually the first ever champion born in the 90s. I thought you were going to say England for nope. some reason. In the 90s. How crazy is that? She was born in 1992 and Wait, she's the first. she's the very first champion yeah. of any fucking... In, out of every every title in the WWE, she's the first champion that was born in I mean, the it 90s. it makes sense. Nobody else is really 20 yeah. on the roster. Yeah. I, I, I thought 24. that was pretty... I thought that was a wild fact when I first heard that too. Are there any people on the roster that are right now 24 my age and your age? I think so. There's a few. Yeah, what am I saying? Your yeah, age. You there's a few. In the fucking 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was born in 85. Yeah, 85, um, my ass. You were but, alive way before that. Not really. Uh, but, yeah, you were talking about the uh, NXT Women's Championship, what to do now. I think that they have a lot to do now. Uh, you could either have JBL make her drop it because you can't uh, hold both titles at the same time. You could have her defend it. Is that what they did with Langston? That's what they did, right? And then I, they had a tournament. That, that's how Bo Dallas became champion, no? I don't remember. I kind of think Bo Dallas defeated Big E Langston. Oh. I kind of think he got defeated. I've been having um, so many championship I think that, battle freaking tournaments with Bo Dallas coming out on top recently that I've just melted 
WWE 2K14 with this, so... Yeah, no, but I think that there's a lot of options they could go with, from dropping the title to having her defend it against Bailey or someone, and it's not a bad thing if she loses on NXT. No, definitely not. I mean... Because she, she's already been on WWE TV, she's been exactly. to that mountaintop! There's still there's still a ton of talent. I'm so excited to for this talent in NXT at the current time because they're actually pro wrestlers. Dare I say it? Pro wrestlers. But let me just bring it back to reality real fast. Back to that M uh, Page versus AJ match that got added at the last second where Page picked up the championship victory. That ending was so shitty. But that everyone's, isn't Page's fault. Everyone's well, from what I'm reading. Well, no, not from what I'm reading. A few people are saying to me that it is AJ's fault. And I'm like, it's clearly not. Uh, no, I'm saying, they're saying Paige's fault. And I'm saying it's clearly not Paige's fault. AJ went before. Yeah. Like, she didn't do with the cue right. Not to, like, not that we're professional. She didn't, she didn't do the cue right, though. Not well, that I we're. see that right there. Not that we're professional wrestlers or anything. But with Paige's finisher, the Paige Turner, it's pretty much just the person taking it, taking a back up. A back, uh, what is it? It's like a swinging ang what? angle slam, but not. It's a few it's, wrestlers have done it before. Yeah, It's just pretty much taking, what, a backdrop? I don't know what you... I was going to say neck breaker almost. No, landing on your back. Just it's like a swinging neck breaker Just almost. flop on your back. That's all you do. But AJ went way too soon before Paige could even sweep out her leg. You know what I thought was interesting also? How's Michael Cole, someone who's never been in NXT before, know the, the move and everything? What do you mean? Like he, oh, that's the page turner. Like I, I didn't expect him to call that. Oh, I, like of everything you guys freaking mess up and everything, Michael Cole knows that. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at that. Get Renee Young on commentary though. She, she, she absolutely deserved WrestleMania this year. Overall, I'm very excited that Paige is on the main roster. I'm excited to see. Or is she? Yes. Maybe the Divas Champion goes away. I am very excited to see Paige versus AJ. I'm excited to see Paige versus Naomi, and her the. Uh, her versus Emma. Emma getting a great reaction too, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, then we also had uh, Hulk Hogan presenting the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy to Cesaro. <laughs> like such a mouthful to say. It is. Um, yeah, I thought this Zeb, part was awesome. Zeb Coulter, on behalf of Cesaro, spoke about how he made him a real American and a Zeb Coulter guy. And... Cesaro grabbed the mic and said, actually, I'm not a Zeb Coulter guy. I'm a Paul Heyman guy. The crowd popped huge. Which is what I wanted to say before during the Undertaker segment where they were with Brock running down Undertaker and the streak and everything. Everyone's like, boo, screw you, we hate you. To, oh my God, we have to get on our knees in SSD right now. They went on, they were chanting Pauly, they were loving it and everything. So it's just so surreal that one segment, the guy's getting booed, and the next segment, everybody's popping boners. Well, that's because that's what Paul Heyman does. He pops those Marks boners. <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> what? He's a boner popper for the Marks. What? The IWC, like, I can't believe you they love him. that. They love him. Um, and then... Uh, so Paul, now I guess yeah, Cesaro is going to be known as the King of Swing. Yeah, Paul dubbed him that, even though I'm pretty sure that was the nickname of somebody in ECW. Stevie, uh, Stevie Richards. Yeah. Um, but Jack Swagger ran down and threw Cesaro out of the ring and then smashed the trophy. Yeah. Then uh, we saw some alter, some interaction between Cesaro and Swagger. I am very, I'm, I want to see this play out, Swagger versus Cesaro. 
Yeah, and uh, we got to see a, not really a match, but we, it was, I mean, it was a sanctioned match, but it ended up to uh, just a countout. Yeah, countout where uh, Swagger left and Cesaro won. Yeah. Yeah, Swinger. I, I love the fact that now we're going to have Zeb Coulter and Paul Heyman on opposite sides of the ring. I'm excited for that. I mm, want to see yeah. the opposing uh, promos that they're going to cut on each other. Now, will Paul Barris... Uh, not Paul Wow, Barris, really? I, I was going to say Paul Heyman carry around the Andre the Giant trophy top like Paul Bearer, or will they get that made back into a trophy for Cesaro? I'm sure he already has the trophy at no, home. I'm sure of that <laughs> as well. If they even got him the trophy. Yeah, if the they even place, actually have a trophy. I don't know. They probably just have a little, like, a, a sticker that says, congratulations. <laughs> hey, I, won the, I won the Battle Royal. They gave him, like, a gold star. They gave him the Obey, but it says winner underneath it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, and then we also had Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. But that it didn't, didn't happen. happen. Like we already said, we already discussed. Yeah, this oh one. yeah, we spoke about that. Uh, but those those NXT promos, you got those written down or not? Yeah, we saw the promos for uh, Adam Rose. So disappointed. And, uh, why? That theme song, man. I know. But if you watch NXT, the one uh, you can sigh a little bit of relief that they were, the entire crowd was going with, uh, like humming or and singing the old theme song to the new, yeah to the but, new theme but, song but will these people I, they don't know that no they don't damn it don't. i wish this was a wrestlemania crowd when he did but who knows he didn't they yeah they already played the song though yeah in the background it's like but every yeah i'm gonna, i'm still going to do the old theme song uh bo dallas we also saw a promo for Bo-Lee. And I think Bo Dallas is... Go We're going to see a different side of Bo Dallas that we didn't see last time. <laughs> last time we saw a mellow uh, Bo Dallas. Uh, dull. Dull Bo Dallas. But I'm f I'm happy. I'm a fan of his. He's a good, he's a good worker. He's a good, good, good and worker. Great and he's a, he's, a gr he's great on the mic. Yeah. He cuts very Daddy, good promos. Daddy taught his sons well. So we're going to be seeing... I don't know where they learn how to cut promos. Yeah, so we're going to be seeing Bo Dallas and Adam Rose make their debuts very soon. Maybe we'll uh, see rumors... Bo Dallas versus Bray Wyatt. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Um, Let's get that at WrestleMania 31. <laughs> yeah, right. Good joke. I'd Cody rather see Rose Cody. Yeah. Um, guess that I guess that. we're going to be seeing the uh, session uh, very soon. Why? Um, one of them tweeted out, teasing it a little bit. So, rumors have it that they're supposed to be coming up very soon, and the man known as Sami Zayn. I was going to say, how is Sami Zayn not in this group? Yes. They edit his autograph to WWE.com, and they're not going to... Sami Zayn is rumored to be on his way up as well. So, no better time than right after WrestleMania. Yeah, as long as he makes the cut for 2K15. Amen. Let's uh, move on there to are, the bads. There are no bads this week. Yeah. So, the middles... We should have... I don't know why we... I don't know. Whatever. Let's start with the middle. Because I was going through my, the, yeah. my notes. So we had Emma and Santino teaming up to defeat Summer Rae and Fandango. Uh, something to make note of. The fans were... I mean, not really to make note of, but the fans were, in fact, Fandangoing. No. Yes. No. Yes, they, they were. They were. No. They yes. Were, no. No. They were Fandangoing when Fandango came out. Okay. I didn't see that. The match, I think, was too short, in my opinion. And uh, it kind of lacked some stuff here and there. But then at the end of the match, they okay. were doing Emma's stuff. Which is she... awesome to see them doing Emma's stuff. I'm actually very disappointed in this match as a whole. 
Um, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm happy that the crowd finally started emming, which is something... Who that knows if tr- that's going to stick. That's the thing. They were trying to get that over for and a long time. I don't blame these four people in the match for for the match being... I don't think it was a good match overall. But like, I would I'm, give not, it I'm not D. putting the blame on them. Did you say you're giving them a D? I would give it a D rating. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about Divas and you say you're giving them the D? What? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that match took place... The Usos and I'm going to say Evolution went to a double count out. Uh, I don't understand how they could just both walk in and get tag title shots, but whatever. I guess that's Because they are Evolution. They got the names and they're friends with Triple H. Yeah, well. I mean, storyline-wise, it works. Because no, they're friends works, with, yeah, but... they're friends with this Darty. Why like, do I want to see Batista and Randy Orton continue to team up and like... Are they going to come up? Are they going to be the ones to beat the Usos? I do. I want to see Batista and Orton team up. I think it's great. For 2004, dude. I don't care. Get over it. I didn't even watch in 2004, I don't think. Bullshit. That was during my college days. WrestleMania? You went to college in 2004? Yeah. Bro, I was starting off high school. I graduated high school in 2003. Whoa. You know this. Yeah, no, during 2004, 5, 6. You didn't watch WrestleMania 20 around that time? I don't recall. I really, I honestly don't recall. So then you definitely were starting your college years. <laughs> I don't recall. Um, yeah, well, well, I don't recall last, like, three, four years ago anyways. Yeah. Well, that's, that's um, the other problem. Yeah. Impotence. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> your face when I said that. That was funny. Um, but yeah. the other thing that I have in the middle is I have RVD uh, returning to defeat Damian Sandow. Which I am a big fan of this. I am a fan of seeing RVD return. I thought it was a great time for RVT to come back. I'm Raw's so... really a time. Raw the night after WrestleMania is a time to uh, test the water with everything. I'm just so over RVD. I've been over him for so many months now just for like... It did, he came back and we were super pumped when that promo aired and it did nothing. When was that, Money in the Bank? Yeah. It ended up doing absolutely nothing. And it was so disappointing that last run, everyone's, oh, match of the year, match of the year, uh, Chris Jericho versus Rob Van Dam. I was going to say, that match, you can't take anything away from that. That match was terrible. Are you serious? It was. That was an awesome no, match, No, it was dude. not. No, it wasn't. Go and back. I'm happy that I'm not the only person who says that, That too. was a good match. No, I'm happy that I'm not the only person who says that. Who all says that? I'm not giving you names. Okay. I'm not the insightful That was a media. good match. But regardless, wow, it's one. I just don't see why have Sandow lose to RVD. Like, RVD's not coming back to do anything. He's back on the Help, ro- He's back. If you're, if you're back, if Chris Jericho came back, he would have lost to Sandow. No. He, he would, would have, have put Sandow over. He would help the younger talent get over. And so help would RVD. Talent. If RVD's was, not. I'm sorry that he's Spoiler, not booked. alert. They did the same thing on SmackDown, I think. I'm sorry he's not booked that way? It's fucking stupid. I'm sure RVD doesn't choose. You know what? I'm going to go over this guy and this he guy and this guy. certainly can decide that. I'm sure you do not. Chris I'm Jericho sure has to how... come back and say, oh, I'm going to win every match. I'm sure that's not how booking and writing and creative has uh, goes. I don't know. I'm sure you just go out there and do as you're told. What does it do for RVD? Nothing. Of course. So why, like, this point, this pointless match? Why would... If, if this but happened, you have to have it start somewhere. Rob Van Dam had this quote-unquote retur- big return on Monday Night Raw the night after WrestleMania comes out, defeats Damian Sandow. 
Pointless match. Why would I continue to care about RVD for this run? All right, but why are you so against Damian Sandow losing? I'm not against him losing. I'm against them not. I'm against people coming back and not using their their experience in the ring to build up younger talent. Dude, it's been one match. How are you gonna? Like I said, I okay, think they two did matches. On SmackDown. But even still, how are you gonna bring it, it all again? Okay, who's not to say that RVD is not gonna put over anybody? He didn't do it last time. There was nothing. There was nothing good from that last run he had. I disagree with you. I think he's put together a lot of good matches. Yes, there was no and, and memorable matches, and on and he made a lot of memorable wrestlers. matches. He from did. His last he one? did that Jericho one, and he had a few ones. Re- I he want you a, to rewatch that. I don't have to. I'm I know it is good. And I okay, then go back and watch RVD versus Del Rio because that was a good match too. RVD versus Del Rio was a good match. Thank you. But it still did nothing for. Look, we're nothing. Well, Del Rio, where the fuck is he? I'm not Why my fault. You can't Raw? do much with Del Rio. Yeah. I don't. I mean, come on now. You can. You All right. right. So pretty much we disagree. I'm ex- I'm happy that RVD returned and everything. I honestly don't. He's not going to be in the like world championship reign, I didn't title pop reign for his return. He's not going to be in the title competition. I would be happy. Chase. I would have been happier with his return if it was like against. If I knew Sandow wasn't going to lose. How I did walk, you think I that walk, Sandow was going to win? Be, come on. What? RVD returns? Come on. And he's going to lose? My instant reaction was, oh, come on. Like, why have him against Sandow for Sandow Why to not? Lose? It gets Sandow on television, it and just, it continues Sandow's losing streak, which he could build into something at some point. Which, maybe they'll do that, and hopefully I'm wrong. So how could you cut so uh, so, uh, so quickly cut to a because conclusion about something? Because last run was terrible. But still, you're cutting That's to a conclusion. That's how I'm cutting to it, because last time we saw him, it was terrible. Okay, well, I think you're wrong. I don't... Splat out. I don't think I'm wrong. Whatever. Um, now, uh, I guess that's it for Monday Night Raw. Eric Young's champion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric Young is champion, so that's Impact Wrestling Talk, I guess. Yeah. Now let's get into <laughs> the, the... Outside the outside ring, the ring news. Okay, let's talk about that really quick. Uh, Eric, Eric Young Young's became champion. the champion of TNA... Defeating Brutus Magnus after Brutus Magnus, whatever is Magnus, just Magnus Magnus, yeah, whatever Magnus, it is. Magnus, who's he made? Uh, after winning an eight-man gauntlet, which is so it's like, come on, stupid. why are you gonna freaking take? Well, if you're trying I, to build Magnus up, they did a terrible job of building him up in the first place, from taking him from main eventing Impact, I guess, to making him like Dixie Carter's henchman. Yeah, like it was just. Magnus's title reign as a whole is disgusting. Well, Magnus and isn't really that great of a wrestler anymore, so... I think he's a good wrestler. But you did agree I think, that one week, he wasn't, so... Oh, yeah, no, I I will agree with you on that. But I think that it's not to take away that Dixie Carter did play a big factor in this title reign in uh, making it look it's really bad. sad and pathetic that that happened, too. And also, I don't understand gauntlet matches. I still don't like the fact that when there's such a... Um, heavy thing on the line like a uh, big thing on the line Meaning. like where the where the order of who comes out yeah and that always bothers me because like as i'm watching i'm like who's like yes it's all written that way but it's but, a like, rumble what happened to that yeah i want to see like uh that's like stuff saying, get drawn out of a hat yeah i want to see like, the random back maybe, in it who says it's not i don't know it's written that way dude uh, it's, it's written scripted. in the stars wrestling's fake dude no it isn't Okay. I'll fucking slap you right now, I swear. Yeah? Want to shake my hand? No, what is it? Give me your thumb? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll break right. your fucking thumb too. I wouldn't be able to. Like if I did that, I'd be like, oh my god. Oh my god, like, what do I do? I really would. I, I uh, would say, talk- what would I do? I would be like, my, you shouldn't have been asking me to break your fucking thumb. You'd be like, take a picture, tweet I'd be it. Like, out. how do you like me now? Um, yeah, we. That if you don't know, that's Bob uh, Finley. Oh right, I yeah, with it was Bob the, Holly. no, with the thumb. Wait, I that's know, why I you thought would... it was Bob Holly, but yeah, no, you're right with Finley. Oh, that's why you did the ho- the yeah. Holly. Yeah. No, yeah, it's Finley. It that's Finley. what Finley did. How do you um, like me now? Is what I should have said, right? Um, let's get on to some outside of the ring news. Feels like Seamus's little brother. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> while we're talking about, uh, while well, we spoke about WrestleMania a little bit, uh, WrestleMania did break a record for the Superdome. It's the highest grossing event ever taking place at the uh, Superdome. Uh, bringing in $10.9 million. We were at the top two. Two of the top... Two of the top five most attended WrestleManias. Yeah, they had 75,000 uh, fans attend. They're at fifth all time. Yeah, we were, at, what were we at? Number two? I don't recall. I think... I think... WrestleMania one was the WrestleMania. I mean WrestleMania three. I think was one of them. Yeah. WrestleMania twenty nine. Um, twenty eight was there. They're also t- talking about uh, Undertaker was injured uh, during that Lesnar Undertaker match and made yeah Brock concussion and work. neck injury. Um. Yeah. It's rumored that it was scripted that Undertaker was supposed to win, which is no. It's no. Lesnar was scripted but, to win from the start. I mean, but, uh, it wasn't an audible. But they're saying that Undertaker, right after the match, got sent to the uh, hospital. And Vince McMahon went along in the ambulance with him to the hospital. Uh, So Vince McMahon wasn't there for the rest of the pay-per-view. And Triple H and Stephanie were uh, in charge of everything. Um, So that's how they got into the main event spot. Do you think (laughs) that this is kayfabe? I don't. I have no idea. Uh, you could. I they, mean, they back, can't tell me anything for me to believe. I mean, honestly, back in the day, like you would have a right. There's been times where a wrestler has like fake Andy Kaufman. There's been times where he's, someone he's, in the someone has faked an injury and gotten actually taken out in an ambulance I was and say, brought. He's kind of an exception though, because he got like he popped for. I mean, Vince McMahon, I'm sure pops for the same stuff. What do you mean? Like Andy Kaufman popped himself for stuff like that. Yeah, but there's so many times during in pro wrestling as a whole where someone has uh, uh, some sort of an injury inside of the ring, not actually, not in. Yeah, like, and that's like what I like. I and have then no... they play play it out. Like I think that would be kind of interesting if Undertaker just went to the hospital to get checked up on. Vince went along with him, probably to just give him company and everything. Uh, <laughs> give him company or to make it look like it's real. That too. It's still real. So to me, I think it. it's awesome. I mean, like I said, Andy Kaufman did it with Jerry Lawler. But Where what would Andy, be the point? Andy Kaufman to not break kayfabe, to make it to make it seem that Lesnar is that freaking powerhouse, that powerful guy. I just don't know. That first broke, of all, not only did he powerful break, or not only or did he dangerous. Not only did he break the streak, powerful or dangerous? Because at we what know what point, he did to Holly. At what point? Yeah, but at what point did he get that injury? Um, it was during a uh, easy t- a single leg takedown. So it's like yeah, it was just a single leg takedown that you got it at. That but, match was complete garbage. I would throw that out of the record book right now. All right, so moving I would literally, on, I would leave that off the DVD. That's how bad that match was. Moving on, uh, Ezekiel Jackson contract expired. I don't know if we spoke about this on the podcast or off. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it was off I think the it podcast. Was, um, 
Well, regardless, um, that's two. Was it an on? Because we said, oh, maybe it was. No, lost. I don't think we did. Yeah, it was. Uh, but Ezekiel Jackson, his contract. Yeah, Ezekiel Jackson, his contract expired. What'd you say, big buff? I don't know. He said something weird. He said something really weird. I don't know what you're talking about. You said something um, like, oh, you're big buff booty daddy or something. You didn't say booty daddy. But... Brandon, Brandon no, you said lies. You said big buff something. Um, Muscle man or something in oh reference God, to me. Can we, can we just get on with the segment well, so we could end the show? Because you're saying I'm a liar. Fuck. That's what you said. Is Eagle Jackson's gone with the gone from the WWE nobody cares. There. Said it. Yeah, you did. Main event could no longer is no longer on Ion Network. Seriously? Yep. Apparently, Ion. Yeah. Apparently, Ion didn't renew the contract with WWE, so expect main event to be on WWE Network exclusively. Uh, Sean Merriman of the NFL. That's I guess. what he should have said too. He what? did a really good job. Yeah, he did a great job, and apparently, they're they want to make him. He did have a tryout with the WWE. Oh, for wrestling? Yeah, for wrestling. Uh, last year. He was really, really good for the WrestleMania pre-show. We should have said that when I was speaking about that earlier. WWE is trying to make him into a Steve Mon- Mongo McMichael kind of a deal. Where better? Commentator to pro wrestlers. Hopefully though. better than Mongo. Um, Fandango and Summer Rae broke up officially. But not really officially. Yeah. How? Like WWE bro- um, uh, said it too. They tweeted it? Yeah. Fandango tweeted to Summer Rae, Hey, at Summer Rae, did you get my text? Like I said, it's really not me, it's you. It's over. That's so stupid. And And WWE.com... Came out with Layla on SmackDown. Did he? Uh, So see, and WWE.com said it. That makes no sense, I don't know. Maybe Um, she lost the match for him. Maybe. Uh, What? She was the one that lost on Monday. Oh. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling had their event invasion attack. Uh, Prince Devitt lost a loser leaves town match versus Taguchi. Uh, it's rumored that it may not have been a loser leaves town match, but I think it was. My dad had a friend in high school named Taguchi. Yeah, how's he now? <laughs> He's called the Gooch. <laughs> the Gooch. Which, yeah, which now that's a terrible nickname. Back <laughs> yeah. then, I'm sure in the what '60s, '70s, that would have been a cool nickname, but. So now Devin is in is I guess deciding whether or not he wants to go to WWE or TNA. Apparently TNA wants to make a run with him, but let's face it, TNA does not have enough money to sign Devin. Uh, there's a lot of people out there arguing why is he going to get paid so much money? Why is if he hasn't proven anything yet? Exactly. Uh, why does he deserve this? Right. The thing is, Devin is. Proven to uh, the ones that have seen him wrestle, he's a proven athlete. He is proven in what he could do in his probins, promo skills, etc., etc. He is he could be another CM Punk in the WWE. Someone who leaves. Um, yeah, no. Um, plus, you also have to in order to take him away from New Japan, you have to be able to compete with them. If you're not going to offer them offer him as much money, then go fuck yourself. You're not getting him. Uh, TNA is not going to get him. Um, Nakamura is the new Intercontinental IWGP Intercontinental Champion as he defeated Tanahashi. Nakamura is awesome, so long live strong style. Um, what else did we have? The WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I feel so terrible for Mr. T. Yeah, I know. Uh, apparently, he t- he went on Twitter too talking about how disappointed he was with WWE. In uh, uh, I guess he was told that they were. They had time to go out there and relive stories and tell stories, and they well, cut him. I mean, I don't understand why Mr. T did like 40 minutes on his mother. 
that was a little bit weird. Uh, I don't think that was really necessary. That's not, I think, I mean, you're out there to do a Hall of Fame speech, not do a motivate, not as a motivational speaker. But you I, know I, what I mean? But like, I, still, I still get where he was coming from with that. I just, I really, I don't understand why they cut him off, though. I don't know. Because, A, he, he was going, he was rambling. Yeah. He was rambling big time. And he if you let him go, he was going to go for a half hour. He was I just, I don't get, I would I really wish he touched on WrestleMania That's 1, WrestleMania 2, I think, MSG. Honestly, I think Mr. T fucked up. Yeah. I think Mr. T fucked up more than WWE. Mr. T well, should have started with, he didn't even say who any, he didn't thank anybody. I think maybe he thanked his uh, children, but that was it. And his mother. Yeah, he a lot of his mother. And then he got tangled up with his mother and his mother and his mother and his mama. mommy and his mama. And he kept mama. on going and going. I think that it was kind of it was getting pathetic with the amount no, of times it was becoming a joke. Yeah, it was I mean, becoming Steve a big was joke. Laughing, I think right. Everyone was Hogan laughing. Was. Not once did he mention anybody in uh, other wrestlers. He didn't mention Vince McMahon. Nothing. WrestleMania. I just wonder if it was like if is maybe he was overwhelmed and everything, and that's like he, I can understand I think, where he was coming from. I think that they. Yes, maybe they could have prepped him a little bit better and, and I don't let know, him what know. What the fuck, man? They had rehearsals for it. That's the thing. I think that they could have prepped him a little bit they better. They had rehearsals. Well, I don't understand how they had rehearsals and had not him. Maybe he didn't that do all that in the rehearsal going on about mom. <coughs> I mean, <laughs> so I think that that could be argued both ways. And um, uh, ca- what? No, I was going to say also talk uh, with Ezekiel Jackson contract expired. Uh, Kaz and Daniels. Well, I was still talking about the whole thing. Oh. I was going to say... Uh, oh, I, let I me liked, guess. Carlito? No. I was going to say that... Well, I, now that you mentioned it, yeah, I do like Carlitos friend. because uh, I like how he came out there and he's like, oh, typical. Typical Carlito stuff. They cut cut my segment. And uh, he stared pretty hard at those uh, divas on the way out. But I was going to say that I liked during Paul Bearer's segment how uh, his son came out and did the, oh, yes! And then Taker... Made, I think, what his, I think, his very first yeah, Hall of Fame I think appearance. was his Hall of Fame debut. In Gimmick came out to the Undertaker pose or whatever. Yeah, that was That was, cool. was, that was nice awesome. to Paul Bear. Um, yeah. And I think Jake killed it. Jake absolutely killed it with that. Oh, that speech. speech. I was kind of, dis- I was not disappointed. Disappointed with Scott Hall's that he didn't no, go so No, I don't well. want to use disappointed because, like you said before, no, you said before someone had the best speech. Yeah, I said Jake. Jake had the best that, speech. Exactly. I don't want to say best and worst when it comes to Hall of Spain. Uh, Hall of Spain. Hall of Jake Fame had speeches. the best. Mr. T had the worst. But I don't want to say and that. And Scott Hall I should, also I, might be tied with the worst. So we got to understand yeah. anything he said. I would like to hear more of Scott Hall's though. Yeah. But I, um, just, I don't understand. I, I still don't get it. I don't get it. He didn't it. even think DDP. Yeah, that, I don't get it. I don't um. Know. But yeah, Kaz and Daniels, their contract expired from TNA, or it's going to expire next week. So well, I would be slated. Sh- I thought for Impact yesterday or next week. They yeah, but they already they pre-taped. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, they pre-taped some joke. of it. What a joke! So man. I mean, if they didn't resign them, I think that would be a big loss. Um, I mean, those those are two big indie guys. I would be. I would expect these guys to get right back on the Ring of Honor bandwagon. <laughs> They'd go to WWE and someone go up to Kaz and be like, how, how come you're here? Yeah. You get it? Um, no. That's what that's what he left WWE for? I don't know. Because he was signed and somebody was like, oh, what are you doing here tonight? And they was like, fuck that. I don't know. Because they didn't know he was 
I thought One of the that writers, he, I think, came I thought him. that I thought that he was released. He asked for his release because they wanted him to cut his hair. No, I think one. I thought the I story that, that I it. remember reading is that one of the writers came up to Kazarian and said, "Oh, what are you doing here tonight?" And like he was supposed to be there because he was signed or something, and the guy had no clue. I don't know. I thought I it was know. just because he wa- they wanted him in a storyline where he cut his hair, Isn't and his hair they did it. Now? Uh, yeah, now it's short. But back then it was very long. Yeah, it was, it was um, very long. Yeah, it was. Uh, TNA, just to shoot this out there, TNA house show, house show at Georgia, 450 fans. That's a lot of people. That's disgusting. Jeez. 450 fans? That's hey, it? Man, they were, but maybe they have high hopes for when they run the Hammerstein. Uh, All right, let's, Center, let's close say. it out. Samoa Joe has a concussion. TNA in the Manhattan Center. Three days. Three nights in the Manhattan three Center. Three nights taping in the Manhattan Center. How the fuck did they do that one? Samoa Joe concussion. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Nobody else cares about TNA. Uh, let's get on to some shameless plugs. And yes, I do have them. Shameless Plugs. That's right. It is a WrestleMania edition of Shameless Plugs. Go follow Doug at Half Blood Cajun. He was representing his marking out t-shirt at Ring of Honor. And all throughout WrestleMania weekend, we appreciate the support. Go support him. Go follow him. And go check out... Part, uh, he's a band member of Ring World Rebellion. You can go check them out at ringworldrebellion.bandcamp.com. Yeah, I want to say thank you, too. Yeah, thank you, Garrick, Jason, Riley, as well. Go check them all out. Also, go follow Ryan Dilbert. He is the WWE lead writer for Bleacher Report. He has some of the most uh, entertaining articles on Bleacher Report, and it is a great way to keep updated with anything that you miss. Also, as tradition has it, I'm going to promote everybody that promoted us during the entire week that we uh, didn't promote last week, I guess. Thank you to Team Awesome. Go follow them at Team Awesome 418. Craig at Craig underscore holding. Justin at Justin D. Rose at 316. He to be at NYWC Scott, uh, Sign Guy. Dave the Heel at Dave the Heel. Mania Bar Crawl at Mania Bar uh, Mania Crawl. Bob Fredrickson at Rob Bedrickson. JP at, unders- J- at underscore JP underscore Rich. We got Dave the Heel again. We also have Ben Hendley's. Go follow him. That old monkey boy. Also, go follow Bray, uh, Braylon at Steel Spurs one one one. Also, go follow Dancing Lobster at MJG Chick. Also, Rowit RK at Rowit CR two K. Justin Derrick at D Jones Heel. Yes, man at D underscore Bright underscore Guy and at JBLs. Dragon, who I who trended it doesn't need to get promoted on this podcast, but we appreciate them tweeting us and uh, letting us know whatever we uh, make Twitter history. It's a computer. Yeah, I know exactly. It's not listening. Uh, props to Eric at Montreal Broski MTL for those that don't know 
Ash at Scott A. Phoenix. Love his little picture of Ash from Army of Darkness. Um, also, we have Zach Yes Massa at Big Z underscore Massa. Cammy at Heel Ferguson. Randy at Rando. Alright. Randall Farvin. There we go. Randall Farvin. Andrew at Secret Smart. Matt at Tempest 515. Sir Mark at Mr. Mark PC. Tito at Tito underscore Tot. Michael at Oh Mike Days. Jasmine at Reverse Adam Saj. Allie at The Alley Cat 1122. Justin at Justin DeRosa 316. The President Bits at President Bits. Reese at Reese underscore Newcombe. Uh, Alex at Gibsy underscore 316. 21 and 1 at Fred Fucknuts. I like that. Fred Fucknuts. Uh, we got Derek at Official 726. Jobber Nation. How can we forget about Jobber Nation? Go follow them at Jobber Nation and go listen to their radio show. Awesome stuff. Also, go follow Legend Killer 2K8 at Legend Killer. You guessed it, 2K8. And big props once again to Team Awesome at Team Awesome 418. Great Facebook group, Facebook group, Facebook group, Facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. Awesome people. Uh, thank you very much for promoting us during this entire week. I will keep on continuing to promote all of you, mentioning you on the podcast. I don't believe, I don't know if I did promote you guys during Monday Night Raw yet, but I will make sure that I do get that out there. Um, and on the upcoming Monday Night Raw, all of you will be promoted. Uh, thank you very much. Brandon, do you have any shout-outs? Hey, Vatos! Brandon, shout-out! I'm going to kick it off with an anti-shout-out this week. It's something that's been building inside of me for many weeks now. And the anti-shout-out will be going to that stupid... Stupid, stupid selfie song. I can't stand it. I can't stand when people sing it. And it frustrates me that that's where music is at these days. Um, so fuck that song and fuck everybody who sings it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That song sucks. I actually have not heard it. I only know that. Let me take a selfie. Yeah, I just hear that's it every single day in my house. And it builds and builds rage in my Freaking insides. Yeah, that's. I only know that one line of the song. Number two, though, this shout-out will be going to Cracker Barrel. Uh, I went there on the way home from West Virginia on Wednesday, and I got my pancakes and even took home chicken fingers for dinner. So, great food, great decision. Awesome time. Can't wait to go back to Cracker Barrel. I wish there was one closer to us on Long Island. Amen. And for my last shout-out, I will be giving it to... We'll be giving the shout-out to, let me make that clear, to Alexa Ray Joel. Uh, that's Billy Joel's daughter, for those of you who don't know that. But I Wait, went, so you mean you're not giving it to her? Right. I went and saw her at the Cafe, Cafe Carlisle at the Carlisle Hotel last night, which was uh, Thursday. Um, it was amazing. Her voice is honestly, like, it's pure. Just incredible. Just check her out. All right, I like saw her. her live in, like, 2006. Six, around there. I'm sure she sounds the same. 
Yeah, it's good. So fuck off, Dave. Uh, now moving on to our... That's right, not our sandwich, our markout moment of the week. And for the past maybe three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten weeks or so, I've just not had that markout moment of a wrestling wise, wrestling related markout moment. So. Wait, you haven't? No. Well, fuck that. I'll take it then. I mean, you um, always take my- it. Well, I'm sorry, but you how have no, you not marked out at all? I just I can't. There's during this like, past Raw or WrestleMania, you didn't mark out at all. I don't know. I really don't. That's sad. If you couldn't mark out at all during Monday Night Raw with everything that they gave, I think that that's just sad. Honestly, I wasn't that. I thought this rest, this Monday Night Raw wasn't like the greatest Raw. I thought last year's was better. They gave us a lot more last year. I thought. Eh. I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I have no idea. If, I don't know. I just remember Ziggler and everything being amazing. It might just be because it was like yeah, New Jersey, Ziggler New won. York. That was it. Coming I think just of, because just it was because huge. we were coming off of New York, uh, coming off of WrestleMania, and like I think the that, hype yeah. behind us being there. I, don't I know. kind of have a feeling that this year's was better than last year's. I don't know. I don't um, know. I don't know. I definitely <laughs> enjoyed the crowd more than last year's. I enjoyed the crowd more than last year's. That's my Michael Sarah impression. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> Michael Sarah. You need practice on that one, too. Uh, yeah, so Mark Motive Week, I would say, is probably Page. when... Yeah, probably. And, and all the NXT people making their debuts on Raw. Just Rusev? Um, yeah, Rusev. Wade Rusev. Barrett uh, getting the victory NXT, over Rey Mysterio. Um, there was many moments. There was many moments. Uh, Cesaro signing, becoming a Paul Heyman oh, man, guy. That was a pretty big thing, too. I thought I liked that. Did you mark out over it? Nope. Okay. Well, apparently Brandon hates pro wrestling. I don't hate pro wrestling. Um, I love it. So it's the only thing that I know in my life that I can do. Obviously, I'm just kidding. you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the one thing I know I can love. Actually, Brandon can. can do it. If you ever meet Brandon, challenge oh God, him to see his up. big boot. See, um, you've definitely said some weird shit before in regards to Ezekiel Jackson. What you're saying? Because I said big boot. Yeah, your big boot. That's a weird thing to say, dude. Dude, it's called the big boot. <laughs> I'm what? not showing anybody the big boot. You gotta show the big boot. He 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 shows it to everybody. It's it's basically I do what Naomi does. He he <laughs> he's been trained by Kyle Brad and uh I shouldn't him. I should yeah, I should I shouldn't be saying who trained uh they, I'm sure they don't want to be associated with it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I've been doing kicks for because of tests, so we've said this before. Yeah. Uh thank you very much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate all of you listening. Uh, thank you very much uh, for liking follow- us on Facebook, following us on watch. Twitter at BTTG161. You can like us on Twitter at Marking Out. You can follow us on Facebook at MarkingOut.com. And before Brandon ruins this doodles. segment, go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. You can start a fire with Doritos. You that can follow us at Marking Out. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out, YouTube.com slash out one maybe. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.